Interactive series was filmed live at their weekend workshops. The DVDs include medical and energetic insight, as well as informative tools you can use for a lifetime. Chakra exercises and dietary guidelines are included. The first two DVDs on detoxification and heart health are available now through Marie's website, www.energyintuitive.com. Coming soon are the Brain Health and Hormonal System DVDs. Purchase your copy today and get started on your own healing process. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Everyone, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, a gorgeous Seattle day, actually, stunning fall day. Actually, kind of feel well, I guess it is October, so we really are having fall weather. I'm still kind of stuck in it's got to be August. What do you think, Eric? <laughs> well, it is October, we are officially uh, in autumn, and uh, you know, for autumn, this is a fantastic, it's beautiful, beautiful, glorious day. It's really beautiful, yeah, and it's supposed to be really nice for the next few days, too. Yay, so take so maybe advantage. through the weekend. I know, I'm not that... I, Fingers so, crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to being in the studio on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I don't come in typically. I'm, I'm working on that, coming on Tuesdays, changing my schedule in the office so I can be free to come in and be live on the air on Tuesdays. So you're right, the weekend's kind of pushing it, huh? So Yeah, we don't know just yet. I mean, yeah. it, it, so far it looks good, but, you know... It could change. <laughs> yeah. Change happens, you know. Yeah, especially in the Northwest, drop of right? The hat around here, <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. So I always talk about the weather because I'm hoping you'll look around your neck of the woods and check into what your weather patterns are looking like so that you can be present and in the moment so that as we work on consciousness and evolution, you're able to be in the moment with yourself. And it, I think yeah. it also helps people differentiate that's a word I don't know uh, between <laughs> between whether this is a live show or oh, an encore true. presentation because we <laughs> often run encore presentations of your show that's true uh, which is fantastic but uh, today is a special live Tuesday edition <gasps> here on October 5th yeah, someone, 2010 when someone cancels on a Tuesday at the right time we don't fill the time spot spot and Alyssa and I jump in the car and drive here and are happy to be on the air that's right yeah but I, I point that out also so people know that they can call, call into in. the show. Mm-hmm. And if they wanted to do that, let me give them the numbers. 425-373-5527. Or you can call toll-free, 877-825-8828. Perfect. Thank you. And as always, I want to. I always thank people at the beginning of the show for calling in. I think it takes a tremendous amount of courage to call in. In fact, I was recently at dinner with some mentoring students of mine, former mentoring students, who said that they do call in with an alias, and they wondered if I had figured it out, which I had not. So I guess for all those uh, people out there who see me, um, you can use an alias, I guess, when you call in, which is always so adorable. So when Fred Flintstone called in last week, <laughs> that wasn't really him? Yeah, no, no, it was not him, no. Yabba dabba, don't do that. <laughs> so cute, Eric. You're adorable. So today we're going to talk about dreams because as I announced on the Dr. Pat show last Thursday, one of my dreams is coming true. And sometimes we have dreams that we don't even realize we would have a dream about. Um, mm-hmm. But my very first, first book is going to be published by the publishing house that I was hoping would publish my book, um, Sounds True, a phenomenal con- um, company based in Boulder, Colorado. Congratulations. Thank That's awesome. Thank you so much. And no, you won't see the book for a while. So we'll be talking about it for like a year before it actually 
everything is visible on <laughs> Give a it shelf. a proper build-up. Yeah. Um, but I never had a dream to be an author, although I've always loved books. I mean, I can walk in a bookstore and get lost for hours. I love the smell. And the, and the first time I actually heard of the company Sounds True, I thought, oh, wow, that's, if you're ever going to be published, why wouldn't you be published with a company with that name? You know, and yeah. there are many wonderful publishing houses out there, but the vibration just has a really good feeling for me. And it was really, I think, like six years ago that clients started to ask me for my book. You know, well, could you write a book about this stuff? I'm like, God, you know, I don't really, grammar is not like my favorite thing. Spelling, eh, love spell check, you know. And uh, so writing wasn't something, although I journal constantly, it wasn't something that I thought that I would ever do professionally. But a bunch of girlfriends got with me and we started a writing group. And I found out that I love to write. And over a period of time, I wrote about 500 pages and eventually got a writing coach and an editor and was able to put those words in a format that a publishing house um, was interested in. So it, it is a dream, but it wasn't initially a dream that I started with, but it is a dream now come true. So we're going to talk about dreams that maybe you had forever and ever. So when we talk yeah. about dreams on the show today. We're talking about dreams as in our goals, our, our sure. things that we you know, visualize and, and want to accomplish in our lives Those as dreams. opposed to the dreams that we have while we're asleep and then you know we wake up and go, why would I make it eating cereal in the uh, Hey, but that sounds like if you have a cool dream like that, I'll be happy to analyze that too, <laughs> okay. actually. Both but, kinds of dreams. Both, yeah, but really the, the dreams that you have about your life. and the goal. Yeah, because sometimes we have dreams that we don't even recognize that are, would be a dream of of ours. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to you know, work my best to help discover those for people and, and encourage people to stay on the path of their dreams. Because there's many times I could have stopped writing. Believe me, I had a lot of people tell me that I'm not a good writer, not a good idea. Um, but as it turns out, I think I'm an okay writer. And I've had a lot of fun writing um, the new book that will be out in a little while. <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines because we have callers. All right, let's Go all the way across the world to Serbia and talk to Stefan. Hi, Stefan. How are you? Hello, Mary. Hi. Thank you. Well, I'm a little nervous because I'm on the call. Because you're on the phone, right? Yeah, and yeah. live on the air. And thank you so much for yeah. calling from so far away. Yeah, thank-, thank you for mentioning me last time. Of course. I know. Actually, yeah. I did to Eric. I was trying to remember the country that was so far away that someone called in, and it was your country. And you sound yeah. happier today. So are things you know, happier yeah. in your neck of the world for you? Well, well, I think they are. Uh, um, because last time I really didn't want to accept that maybe I can take a different path than going to Barbara Brown School. And right. now things began, began kind of opening about that. Yay. Not about the school, but about work. And since I'm not working for a few months, I've decided to change my path. It seems kind of that... Um, Maybe I could do Reiki, or maybe I can. Uh, I need to finish medical high school to be able to do it in, in Serbia, and uh, be, uh, I should probably maybe uh, borrow some money for that because I don't know. You know, I don't have money for life or something like that. So, basically, question is: Am I on the right path? Yes. From perspective, or from my I don't know guides, or from your some perspective. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the ways you find out that you're on the right path or not is, is you look around at, A, how am I feeling? And you sound happier to me, your vibration's in yeah. a positive place, and it's not at the end of a conversation, because you and I have talked once before on the phone, and I remember when we started to end the conversation, your vibration was really nice and high. So you started yeah. the conversation in a high frequency, and when you let go of something that you thought was a dream, and doors started to open up, 
then you, you recognize that the dream isn't lost. You're just rearranging it a little bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and even when you say yes, I can hear your frequency and your vibration. I can feel your enthusiasm. I And I, I think that's wonderful to can finish medical high school and then consider studying Reiki. Because as an energy worker... All, all, you know, if that's what you really want to do and that's where your love is, when you find a modality and you study with it, you're going to learn from it and expand in that modality. If you're meant, if it's in your highest good to the, go to the Barbara Brenham School, then ultimately you will. But it isn't necessary. Yeah. You know, it, it, isn't, it isn't something that you have to do in order to have your dreams come true. Do you see what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So you sound yeah. fantastic. You're on the right path and doorways are opening. So I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And basically, I'm, ask, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about how do I close the gap towards there financially. The, oh, the financial Is gap? Some, yeah. So does it cost money to go to medical high school? Yeah, because I finished high school years ago and I should pay for it. Oh, I and see. And it costs money, yeah. Okay. And even I, I maybe don't have to finish the school. Right. Because I could do it privately. It's not like, but it's. People do it like that, you know. Right, right. So when you think about how you would like to do it, which which path, you know, go into the medical um, high school or not, which path feels the most fun for you? Which one do you have the most interest and curiosity towards? I would like to try it now. Is that you, you want to you do know, it now? Mm-hmm. So to go to go to the Reiki now. Yeah. And, but I'm not really sure if I'm going to be able to do it, you know. Right, right. So so really you're more excited about taking the Reiki workshop because you've already finished high school. You don't really need to go on for an additional education in high school. It's just something you thought would be helpful yeah. for you. And no, that would just be legal thing, but the legal thing. Well, that's an important yeah. thing. Yeah, the legal know, thing is important. Um yeah. but I think the Reiki sounds like a wonderful idea. I think that sounds fabulous. So either way, because remember, you have to get out of the way we think it's supposed to be, which you did beautifully. You want to get out of the way you think it is supposed to be, and you want to be in gratitude for everything coming into an alignment to bring you to to your destiny and the way Mm -hmm. that um, flourishes for you. So you just want to be in gratitude that it's already happened. We don't have to make a final decision about which direction you're going to go in, um, because there is that legal maneuver that you discussed. You just want to imagine that it's already happened. You can even imagine that you've already gotten your Reiki certificate, that you have that already, even though you don't have it right now. And then all the wonderful things will come into play to bring you to that place in your life. Uh, Do you see, can, can you do that? Uh, I will try. Yeah, well, I can. I think I can do it. Right, because I did. I did feel your energy drop for a moment. It's hard for you to think of the final outcome when it hasn't happened. And yeah, it is. Yes, and so you want to work on that maybe with some other things that aren't as serious or as meaningful to you, like like the Reiki is. Perhaps try it on something else that um, isn't as big of a deal, so you can start getting comfortable with thinking that way. Mm -hmm. Do you think you can do that? Okay. <laughs> and I see you taking a, a Reiki program, so it's going to happen. Um, it will happen because I see you in the oh. cl- I see you doing it, so it will happen. Oh, but it's great because to, tomorrow I'm going uh, for a free day at Reiki Workshop. Great. Okay. See, there you go. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. You already did it. Okay. You already yeah. did it. If that's in line with yeah yeah no exactly yeah it feels wonderful to me and congratulations for getting out of the way and allowing things to happen that's wonderful yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you for calling in all the way from Serbia. Hey, thank you very much. All right. Have a wonderful evening. All right, let's uh, move a little closer to home here and uh, go just a few miles down the road and talk to Deborah in Newcastle. Hey, Deborah, how are you? Hey, I'm pretty well. Um, happy that I'm on the call. Thank you. Of um, course. I've been going through lots of transition, and uh-huh. I'm trying to trust what's happening in the different facets of my life, and that my efforts are going mm-hmm. in the right direction with them. Mm-hmm. And but but it's hard to trust um, it. Yeah. It really is. And, and so I, I guess when you were talking about dreams, yeah, I guess I want to make sure that I'm spending my efforts the right way. Right. Well, here's what I pick up about on you, and I this was this, the theme of a client that I had early this morning in my office, is that you tend to be overly responsible for things. And that can really slow down a dream, by the way. Did you know that? Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. So one way to look at it is that every human being is powerful, amazing, unique, talented. Every human being in the world is. And so we don't have to work really hard to make sure that we're not making mistakes or that we're not hurting people or that uh, that we're being, you know, that we have the best integrity in the entire world. You already have great integrity. You have wonderful compassion. But if you're constantly rechecking yourself and reevaluating your, yourself, you're going to be slowing yourself down. Do you, um, do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm, I'm part of the, thank you for saying that. But trust, sure. I'm thinking is in the relationships that I have, the y- trust that they really are as genuine as I'm giving. So you want to know if in your relationship your partner is as genuine as you are? Mm-hmm. Um, well, your partner's, so, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't have a big complaint about it. I'm not sure how long, are you married to this mm-hmm. person? Yes. Yeah. So in, no. <laughs> Basically, not exactly. But at the same time, I'm, at, I'm trying to teach you to not be so responsible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so maybe your partner's teaching that a little bit about you. Like if your partner is a little bit more relaxed or a little bit not as Johnny on the spot, maybe that's what you need to be able to do. Because you need your energy to make your dreams grow. And if you're waiting till everything's perfect, everyone's in alignment, here's one way to look at it. Let's imagine you're getting up in the morning and you need to catch the 5 a.m. bus to get to work. But let's say that you are a little compulsive and you want to eat your oatmeal at the right temperature and make sure the dogs are fed and that you made your bed. And You know what I'm talking about, all of these things, when really what you should be doing is enjoying yourself, maybe having a 15-minute meditation, smiling at your plants, eating your oatmeal, and then running out the door. Um, okay, the dogs do have to be fed. Okay, I'll, I'll put that back into the program. But do you, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In other words, I'd love for you to spend more time for yourself and be less concerned with everyone around you. And that's where you're going to get the clarity about what you're doing. Because as long as you you are in this over-responsible kind of motive, it's going to be difficult for you to make clear choices about what's the next step for you or do I need to go to, to the left or to the right. And it can slow down your process. So that's what I'm recommending. So I I think you are on the general correct path, but a lot of things are going to come into view and you're going to need to make some choices and you need to be clear. And it needs to be out of joy, not responsibility. Do you see what I mean? Yes. Okay. And so, yes, your partner is not as um, precise as you are, but I think that's something you need to learn right now. Okay, but we're we're meant to be together? For for right, I mean... uh, it's it's kind of interesting. It's almost like that's the question not to ask right now because if, if I said okay. no, you're not going to do anything about it anyway, right? No, no. Yeah, right. I would, it, but still, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I 
it, it's like it's not what's on your plate right now. The relationship is not on focus. It's not highlighted. Okay. And I don't see a major problem where I would say, oh, my goodness, you need to move your relationship mm-hmm. if you want to move forward. I think that there'll be some conversations down the road, like three to four years from now, where you may reevaluate the relationship. But anything could change in terms of your partner could make some positive changes within the relationship as well okay. between now and then. Okay? Okay. All right. And keep me posted. I want to know how you're doing. Thank you. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's head east and talk to Pam in Spokane. Hi, Pam. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm kind of down energy-wise. Just had a migraine for a day and a half, so I'm the downer on the show, but <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> and I, I've been clearing the past and letting go of so much, and I want to flourish, and I can't imagine... You know, kind of like being in this joyful, flourishing life, and I don't know what my dreams are anymore. And I was just going to ask you, what are what are one of your dreams? Do uh, you have one? And well, being by the ocean <laughs> <laughs> right now, you'd love a vacation, right? Maybe getting in the car, driving to the Oregon well, coast might be helpful. Bare feet on the in the sand or <laughs> the ocean or something. Is... Okay, so beyond a vacation, which I highly recommend, I think they're necessary. What other dreams do you have? Are you there? Well, yeah, there you are. I, I would love to have um, a new way to earn money that's really nourishing for me, mm-hmm. like a joyful way to earn money. I highly recommend it. Do you know what um, headaches are about, particularly migraines in, no. from energy medicine's perspective? They're about blocking one's intuition. And when I look at your body, your body, one of its biggest dreams is to be intuitive. That's what it says to me anyway. Is that something that you've thought about? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, like to really hook up to my yeah, intuition. Exactly. So, you know, when I asked you, do you have any dreams? And you said no. Why did you? <laughs> why did you let that dream go? You know, or put it on the back burner? Is there a reason why you let that dream go? Well, I've just been waiting for signs. You know, waiting for something to really draw me, uh-huh. attract me, or uh-huh. you know, waiting for clues. But uh-huh. I. If I'm not tuned into my intuition, then maybe I'm missing the clues. Right. Well, the headache's a big sign. You know, take it as a compliment. I, I, when I have clients that come to me who have, you know, cluster headaches or, you know, migraines or other significant chronic problems with their brain like that, yeah. um, I'm like, oh, they're so intuitive. So take it as a positive. This is a sign right now that you're getting on the air that you are intuitive and you're blocking your intuition. And I think people who are strong intuitives but also have strong personalities tend to block their intuition for many reasons. One of them is is that they're worried that they're not going to like their intuition, that they're going to feel like they're they then need to do something completely different in their life because of what their intuition has told them. Or people, a lot of people think that intuition is really dark and negative and only explains bad things, which is not my experience at all. I mean, it's very rare when I hear anything negative from the universe. It's just not how the universe works. Um, but the most important thing for you to remember is that you have free will. So regardless of what your insight says, what you translate it to be, you still get to do whatever you want. You have free will. You get to ignore your insight, I, I would re- I would recommend paying attention to it and taking note of it, but then doing whatever you want, always. And I think that's going to free you up to let your insight come in. In fact, even as we're talking right now, the tightness that I felt around your head is released. I feel a lot of openness in your auric field around your head and your brain. So I, maybe, <laughs> maybe a great mantra would be, I embrace my insight and I have free will to choose 
whatever I believe is necessary for me so that you can convince yourself that your insight is a practical tool rather than something that's challenging. Because you're actually making your life about five times more challenging without the use of your insight. It makes yeah. life so much easier. Yeah. I mean, I know that I'm just making it hard and mm-hmm. I've been wanting to shift, let go of my will, strong yes. will factor, you know. But. Yes, yes. So start telling yourself you're intuitive because you are. Start to look in the mirror, make direct eye contact and say, I am intuitive and get really happy about it and then see what other signs pop up. But you got a sign here on air that you are intuitive. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Have a great day. (laughs) You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. Now let's talk to Catherine in Issaquah. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi, Marie, and congratulations on your book. Oh, That's thank wonderful. you. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. Thank you. So what can I do for you today? Well, you know, I have so many dreams, and I've had dreams all my life about what I want to do, and I've worked towards so many of them, but I just feel so numb these days. I don't feel any joy in my life as I go through, you know, the, the daily things that I do, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if I'm out of sorts. I just threw out my back, which is oh, I'm sorry. kind of unusual for me. And uh-huh. so it's like, well, how can I get the joy back in my life to get back on my path and actually start doing what I know, you know, I'm here to do or I want to do while I'm here? Well, se- several things come up for me, but just so you know, I just sent a bunch of energy to you so that um, we can start to work on your back. So just, Thank you. you're you're very welcome, and I'm hoping that it makes a difference. I think it will. Well, here, here's the thing. Part of it is that even though you've had so many dreams, you haven't accomplished some of them. Is that true? Correct. Or most mm-hmm. of them, actually, which can, can make it um, irritating to go back out and then have another dream. And right now, you're in quite a bit of grief, actually. You're experiencing what I call a little bit of the dark night of the soul. That's actually Carolyn, Carolyn Mace's term. She, you know thought yep, of that. I know all about it. Okay, because that's where you are. Now, it's a very necessary place to be in the dark night of the soul, because what it means is you're grieving something very old that's holding you back, not allowing you to move forward. Because to, ha- to have these dreams, we need to have some accomplishments so you can go, okay, I got that done. Yay. Right. Instead right. of, oh, I worked so hard on that. And oh, that one didn't happen either. Okay, I'm just going to go to this next dream and work really hard for the next two years. And then, oh, my gosh, that one didn't happen either. Okay, I'm going to go to this next one. That can be disappointing, disorienting to your system. And I think your body's sick and tired of it. And it doesn't want you to dream about one more thing unless it's going to get accomplished. Yeah, and that's very interesting because I took your brain health class. And Ah. I was the one that asked you about uh, the stage four lymphoma. Ah. And you said it was about giving, giving, giving to others. And that's, you know, I think that's why I got it. And that's, you know, kind of how I feel. I'm just giving, giving, giving. Maybe I'm not giving to myself, and that's why the dreams aren't happening. I think that just sounds perfect. So what I want you to do, very intuitive of you, is to like be okay where you are right now. Like It's okay to be in this grief, because it needs to leave the body, and when we release emotions, we feel them. Hopefully, you know, some people actually don't feel their emotions very well. But it's, Oh, I do. Okay, good. <laughs> so I want you to stay in this place for a little bit longer, and then I would love for you to do some mantras around all my dreams come true. All my dreams come true because you need to convince your body. The only person that needs to be convinced of your ability is your body. Your friends think you're wonderful. Your family does. I mean, the fact that you've survived a challenging diagnosis, that's an amazing accomplishment. That's huge. And that's a wonderful accomplishment. So congratulations on that. 
Thank you. You're welcome. So do you see what I'm talking about? We need to convince you that you can indeed accomplish your goals, but you need to convince yourselves all the way down to the DNA that it is possible. This is probably past life stuff, too, where maybe you had some goals that were accomplished, but then bad things happened, not necessarily regarding the dream, but maybe to your family or a community. And so there you somehow have correlated, you know, wow, if I accomplish something, something bad's going to happen. Well, I, I think it's a little bit more than that. I think it's like the, the female DNA in my family. I feel some, you know, that, yeah, past lives for me, but also, I don't know, is it for somebody else too? Generally not. I mean, there are some people who do carry on the past lives of their family members. I don't see you doing that. Oh, good. But um, it, it, it can happen, but generally, I mean, in your case and generally, I don't believe so. But you're very sensitive, so you can pick up on a pattern that's happening in the family line that you're noticing more on the female side. But that doesn't mean you have to be stuck in it. Right, right. Right? So but, do yeah. some mirror work convincing yourself that your dreams do come true and that you can get to the accomplishment that you truly, truly want. So start dialoguing in the mirror to yourself every day this new message. Wonderful. Okay. That's very helpful. Good, good. All right. And it's okay to be sad for a while. Okay. 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 All right. right. Thank you so much. And we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live on Tuesday. We are in the studio taking your calls and we'll be right back. Feng Shui Now. Unlock your potential through an intensive one-day beginner's workshop Saturday, October 23rd at the Redmond Town Center Marriott from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. You will learn how to transform your living or office spaces through a few simple feng shui principles, allowing for a new flow of energy in your spaces and your life. Join feng shui expert Natalia Priest, Reiki intuitives Bob and Myra Torres, and life organizer Lori Becker for this transformational day of embracing your personal energy. You will walk away with the tools to create the living space and life that you have always desired. Seating is limited, so register today at www.symbolicspaces.com or call 425-391-2637 for more information. Call or get online now. This is a workshop that you don't want to miss. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each month, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Schedule a private session with Marie if you'd like to talk with her one-on-one. It'll be a healing experience that you'll garner great insight from. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. The Gary Mance Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. John Welshens, author of One Soul, One Love, One Heart, returns to Seattle for a big workshop this month. In the 7 p.m. hour, John will have lots to tell about the sacred path to healing all relationships. And at 8 p.m., house astrologer Alicia Michelle is in studio offering more of her unique insights and taking your calls. It's all about the wisdom, Eastern and Western, on The Gary Mance Show, Sunday night at 7 Pacific. 
Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Independent programs, independent voices, independent ideas. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. I'm live here in Seattle on a Tuesday. And I'm just going to put a shout out to the crew that's working on my yard right now. So Doug Pinsky is actually doing great yard work. He wanted me to say hi, so I'm saying hi to him. He's squirting vinegar on weeds, which is yay, because I'm the no pesticide person. I don't like that. And everything looks so beautiful when we were pulling out of the driveway. So I'm excited to get back. And even Alyssa said, I don't know what it's going to look like when we get back, because mm. everything was so overgrown. So it's just looking lovely. Are you growing those uh, elusive uh, fish and chips plants? Yeah. What are those? I don't know, but if you're squirting vinegar on yeah. it, so you, should, you should have some fish and chips in Absolutely. there Absolutely. I hope there's some there when we pull up because I'm kind of hungry. So that sounds really <laughs> great. So we're talking about dreams today. I would love to hear about your dreams. Yes, the ones that you sleep with, that's fine too. But what we're really talking about is is really your passions, your desires, things that you would love to accomplish in this lifetime. And maybe I'll help awaken some dreams that you didn't know were there, or I'll help to... Um, enhance the dreams that you have so that you can feel again rekindled to go back to them. I think things that make us truly, truly happy, even if they linearly don't make any sense and it doesn't, seems like nonsense that we would even want a certain thing. I think that the happiness and the desire is a sign and we need to pay attention to it because it does mean something. It's very important. So who do we have on the phones, Eric? We've got Marjorie on the line calling from Seattle. Hi, Marjorie. How are you? Hi, Marie. Hey, I'm one of those people that don't dream or or don't remember their dreams. I yeah, guess is what they say. Yeah. <clears throat> but this morning, or real early this morning, I woke up in a dream. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing was, I could hear noises uh-huh. that were happening in my dream. Uh-huh. And when I woke up, snap, the, the noises stopped, and so there was that that real clear and sudden change from. The room being having noise in it to the room being silent. Oh, being sad. And it uh-huh. sort of scared me. <laughs> you know, and I didn't know, since I'm not, I don't dream or don't remember my dreams. Right. They're weird. Well, because you, I've been like this all my life. Well, you do dream, because um, I don't remember my dreams either, so I'm in the same boat as you. Okay. However, I probably, I mean, I remember maybe a handful of dreams that actually were predictions for me um, about my life, um, surprisingly enough. At, at any rate, w- when you don't remember your dreams and then you remember one of them, it's definitely something very important. So I'd love for you to j- journal as much as you can about the dream, but what you're telling me, and I'm not an expert in dream analysis, but what you're telling me is that you heard this noise in your dream, but it wasn't upsetting you, the noise, correct? Well, no, and that's the other, the uh-huh. other thing, is my dreams aren't fanciful, or they aren't pleasant. They're like everyday crap. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, well, you did, it's fine. Oh, sorry. So, um, Anyway, so they're not—they're not what that's I want okay. want them to be. Well, I, I think mean, it's like I'm 
stuck in my dreams like I am in life. I know. That's, I don't think most of your life is the way you want it to be is how I'm feeling. And so what I was focused on when you were describing it is that you, the noise was fine, but when you woke up and it was quiet, that was what is upsetting to you. So to me, that's a, the translation would be is you want more in your life. Are you single? Yeah. So you want company and you want play and you want noise. You want it to be alive and exciting. But guess what? It won't happen just sitting on the couch. You need to get out there and do things. And I don't mean purposeful things like volunteer because you, you're a very kind person. You do all you're like the first caller. Very responsible. I want you to get out and start playing. Go kayaking. Eric and I were talking about that just recently, how much he loves to kayak. Right, Eric? Yeah. He loves it. So Yeah, I was hoping to squeeze one more trip in uh, this year. So Exactly. So That's go, my dream. That's your dream. <laughs> and I think you'll I think you'll do it. <laughs> so you need to start playing and be less responsible. Do you think you could do that? Well, I can try, but right mm-hmm. now I'm so focused on trying to do do something with my life, a change in path and yeah, but I haven't been working for so long. Excellent. So I'm you trying okay. really hard to make a dream comes true. Okay, so guess what? A lot of dreams come true when you're not paying attention to them anymore. When you're out living life and in the moment and having fun, that's when the magic happens. And see, you have all this free time. You're not even working, for goodness sakes. Thank goodness. And you're bored and you're not having fun. So you really need to get out there and play. You And, and you're not good at it because... Just the strain in your voice, it sounds like I'm asking you to do something <laughs> terrible. So well, I, I, I go out and exercise. I love no. to be outside. No, that's that's a plan. You know, exercise. I'm going to go move my body. No, I want you to go play. Go join some classes that do rock climbing. I know that's still a little bit organized. Um, go, you know, do playful things. Maybe you need to sit with someone who knows you a little bit better than I do. Because play is when you do things that you don't normally do. You want to be playful. Maybe um, go to a karaoke place and sing music. Everybody would leave. I don't think so. <laughs> Have you ever been to? I've heard a lot of people sing karaoke. It does not sound good. Well, I've also had people tell me I can't sing. Great. <laughs> You're perfect for karaoke. Perfect. <laughs> and notice how you're laughing. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear laughter. I want to. I want you to feel a little embarrassed. I want you to kind of push those limits of control and go have some fun, real fun. Go dancing. Even if you have to go by yourself, who cares? Go dancing. Go play. Okay. Promise? Yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's talk to Jennifer, also in Seattle. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Well, I've had a long-term dream of teaching sacred sexuality from a Christian mysticism, divine feminine point of view, uh-huh. and I've been writing on it for a long, long time. But anytime I get to thinking, okay, I'm going to publish this article or try to put it together in a book, I get terrified. Aww. Maybe part of it's because I have a regular job where it would just not be acceptable for <laughs> right. me to be out there about sexuality. Right. But um, so I started to think, well, maybe it's because I'm just supposed to talk about the divine feminine and leave the sexuality out because the society is not ready for it. No, I think the sex is perfect. I think it's a perfect time for to talk about sex. Uh, I No, I think that's absolutely perfect. The part when you describe it, it's the Christian part. It makes it confusing. 
Um, because sexuality, in my mind, isn't really related to any form of religion, right? It's, it's a very independent experience, sexuality mm. is. So maybe if you, because re- it's forcing you to think about, well, would this even be appropriate for Christians or whatnot? I know you want to make it available to everyone and that it's beautiful and it's blessed by God, which of course it is. Wonderful, mm. loving sex is blessed by God in my mind. Um, and so I would take the word Christian out and see if you start to feel different about it. Okay, but my writing is about Mary Magdalene and Jesus. That's okay. Okay. Because that doesn't necessarily have to mean Christian. I mean, okay, right? Because I don't even know if they called themselves Christians back then, a long, okay. long time ago, right? It's just okay. you, maybe you're putting in a point of view, of, and you were talking about sex, right? So right. perhaps you're putting in a point of view, but it doesn't have to be Christian-based or have any re, you know, religious name in the uh-huh. actual title. I think that'll make a difference. And, and then... Look at it this way, that we don't know who's going to read your article, and probably nobody from work will. And if they do, it'll be way down the road when people really like what you write. Uh-huh. You know, when people uh-huh. are, like, really interested, and by then you may not want to work at your job anymore anyway. Uh-huh. Right? Do you see me writing a book about the topic? Or I definitely see you writing and talking about sexuality. I uh-huh. do. Yeah. And but so, not necessarily a book, or...? Sure, it can be a book if you want it to be. I see you writing and talking. I see articles first and foremost is what I see. If you want to write a book, you get to write a book. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so, well, the other thing I was wondering is I'm not in a relationship right now, and I'm uh-huh. wondering if maybe I sh- my focus should be on um, a relationship now and then that. What, what do you feel about that? Well, here, here's what I think. I think your focus should be on your relationship with yourself because you have some dreams that you want to get done. And even when I'm giving you my blessing, notice how your energy retracted. You pulled away from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how your voice changed. And then you went to a completely different subject, which is partnership for you, which is fine. I, I'm okay with the shift in it, but I'm pointing out that you pull away from your dream often. And I would prefer that you cultivate a relationship with yourself so that you can allow your dreams to come true and then attract a healthy partner into it. Okay. And what do I do about the fear, though? That, and what, what happens with the fear is it makes me keep changing my mind about the subtleties of how to present the topic. Yeah. And I just drive myself crazy because <laughs> yeah. I, I, won't, I don't stick with one particular point of view or one particular... Um, you know, I just keep changing it and, and, and I just... Retracting, as you said, how do I overcome that? Well, first, you want to continue to go back to the the main focus. And when I look at you, your main focus is that you want to send a message that sex is beautiful and divine. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you want to just always come back to your main focus, which may help clarify your writing or your speaking if you stay on your original inspired topic and not get carried away with how it needs to be delivered, but stay on the original focus and to how you get rid of the fear is you just be in the fear and continue the process if you if you're in the fear and you stop the process that makes the fear bigger if you're afraid and you continue to do the process through the fear that makes it go away mm-hmm. okay okay but you see that my topic is sexuality not just the divine feminine well because sexuality is about women and men and women and women and men and men it's about all of us it's not just mm-hmm. about women. Sexuality is about all of us together. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And notice how the top, because your main thing, when I look at your brain, is, 
you know, divine love and sex. That's what you love. So try not to over categorize it or put it into too many compartments because human beings do need to get comfortable with the idea that sex is a beautiful, amazing, wonderful thing and that it's healthy to be orgasmic, men and women both. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Good luck. Okay. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. We've got Sean on the line from Federal Way now. Hi, Sean. How are you? What can I do for you? Well, thank you for taking my call. Um, over the last year, I've uh, had the um, benefit of being able to awaken to my uh, clairvoyancy um, skills, and uh, my dream is to really master that. And what spurred me to, to give you a call is you had a previous caller talk about migraines, and I'm uh-huh. somebody who recently just started suffering from those two, and I'm, I don't know if there's a correlation between the, my um my personal goal and dream of mastering my skills and then all of a sudden having these issues. But um, I, I think, you know, for someone in my situation, it's your opinion, and perhaps I'm trying to be a sponge. I'm trying to read as much as I can and attend seminars, but I don't want to put the cart before the horse, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. But my dream is to be able to master those skills. So, and, and do you want to use them professionally? Perhaps, but I, I think that... Um, fundamentally within my spirit is I, I, I want to help people. Uh-huh. I don't necessarily want to profit from it. Uh-huh. Um, what do I enjoy most about having my skills is that when I work with the public is, you know, I've had the benefit of being able to read people's um, feelings and thoughts and uh-huh. also to provide me advance warning to, to know that, okay, stay away from this person today. They're in a really bad mood today or <laughs> yeah. you know, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I think deep down, I would really like to be able to help people. So um. Yeah. So in a way, that answer is yes, even though there's this... Because, see, he, there must be a lot of responsible people listening today <laughs> to this show. Sometimes we can take our integrity just a bit too far, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it, do you know what I mean about that? It's like, it's... Because if we're trying to safeguard everyone and do only the right thing, we can't really live that way. It's, it's, it's very challenging if, if we're then waiting till everything's perfect or we've done all the right thing, or as you said, the apple cart before the whole, um, the whole enchilada sort of approach to life. One of the things I kept hearing when I was talking to you is the word practice. You want to practice, 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 because intuition is a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. You already have integrity. You have compassion. You have a a strong belief in the world that most people can't see, you know, in spirituality, and it keeps you grounded and in your body, and it's something that you check in on before you make decisions. So I'm sure you'll make excellent decisions when you work with people. So I would recommend that you practice. Okay. And that's very right. important. And so you you have been getting headaches, you said? Yeah, recently. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I was wondering if, if you've heard that from other individuals that have been trying to open up their intuition to have that challenge of... Um, you know, suffering from headaches, and I don't know if it's just me or, but your previous caller, um, right? Right. You want to call in because of that, so. right? Well, generally, like the migraines and the cluster headaches are from people who chronically block their intuition, and you sound like you've opened yours up, um, so you're not blocking it. You're having experiences, but there might be an, a current area in your life that you're not looking at it clearly, and that's why you're having some headaches. And so you you want to be able to get out of the way completely because the whole idea about intuition, first and foremost, is about having fun with it. You know, it needs to be joyful, exciting, fun. It's it's a it's a an an act of play, actually, to be involved with one's intuition because the universe is 
is, you know, it's unlimited. And so when you allow your intuition to come in, then there's all kinds of potential outcomes that could occur, not just one or, or two, there's multiple. And intuition is about finding which one is the most playful, interesting, curious, all of those things. So there's something, and it feels like it's relationship related. I don't know if you're in a relationship or not. Yes. You are. So it yes. feels to me that the headaches are about the relationship. So there's something that you're not looking at or you don't want to ask a particular question or something's been happening for a while and you are trying to ignore it. And so I would um, use your insights in that area so that you can perhaps have a conversation with yourself and your partner and kind of clear the runway a little bit. Great. Thank you so much, Maria. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. Have a fabulous day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, now we've got Darcy on the line from Seattle. Hi, Darcy. How are you? Hello, Darcy? Oh, hello. Hi, how are you? Um, hi, Marie. I saw you a couple weeks ago. Okay, and, great. Um, you said it was my time to, to move, to date, and to feel the joy of a spiritual career. Ah, and so did I see you at the house? Yes, Oh, how exciting. Yeah, I don't remember. Isn't that terrible? I don't remember no. people. But that's no, no, I know. wonderful. So I've been, I've been, I think that I've been very positive and been feeling those feelings and imagining it and making vision boards. And so I had a dream the other day that just really startled me. Okay, what was it? I looked down at my body and it was covered in blood. It was covered and, in blood, you said? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And that happened three times. And I hmm. heard or saw the number 19. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And the third time, I realized that, that it's gone. It's not, you know, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm not here anymore. And I started crying. Oh. So, so the number 19 in numerology actually comes out, you know, it's a 10, really, right? Which is the number right. one, which means number one. Num- new beginnings, right? Yeah. Right. So that's why I thought it could be a really positive dream, but it just sure. felt really awful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dreams rarely are translated um, the way they happened, you know, so like even if people have a dream that someone that they love died, it doesn't mean that they're going to die or in your case that you're going to die or be covered with blood or any of those things. It, It might mean that your DNA and your cells are changing. You know, that you're shifting the blood in your body, which is connected to the root chakra, which is about how you are here on the earth plane and and your physical reality. So, yeah, I wouldn't take it as a negative. And I think the fact that you look down and at some point your body was gone, I think that's a good sign because we want to let go of anything that's limiting us. You know, the, the things in life that limit us most are the things that we decide who we are, like the fact that I'm a mother and an energy worker and a radio host person and a, and a neighbor and a cat owner. Those are limiting definitions of who we are. We, you know, human beings need to regularly erase their identification of who they think they are so that they can become more of who they truly are. And that means, you know, making the body disappear sometimes in a dream, perhaps, or feeling that void. The void is probably the most powerful place in the universe that any of us could hold space in. And that's the nothingness. So I would take it as a good sign. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. I thought maybe it was, but it, it just, really shook me and I felt like I was kind of in that void and, yeah. and I think I am letting go of I think I'm shedding and purging good congratulations okay well thank you thank you also you. told me that one of my life lessons was to say no say no and set boundaries and that might be part of it yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, when you're a pleaser and you take care of everyone, that's an identity too. And then when you're not doing that anymore, then it's like, well, who am I? You know, that can be challenging. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
All right, now we're going to talk to Arlene in Bellevue. Hi, Arlene. How are you? I am. I'm just fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. What can I do for you Listen, today? I have had a dream uh-huh. about becoming a doctor ever since I can remember. Yeah. I was a little girl. Although I have no spring chicken, chicken is a <laughs> word that could have been used to define me. I'm, I've, I've told very few people about this dream and uh, until recently. I have an application in at Pasteur University, and I'm very, Yay! very happy about it. But I am very fearful. Is, is there a way to be with this fear and not be taken in by it where I am left feeling doubtful or not good enough? Yeah, no, I, I think that's a fantastic question. I love that you've had a dream about being a doctor. You've been a doctor in many lifetimes, by the way. When you walk into a, you know, an, a physician's office or a hospital, do you feel at home? I do. Yeah. I feel like I want to teach and kind of give people information. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've been a doctor many times in many lifetimes. When you think about the fear, what it, what is the fear exactly, since you are articulating this fairly well? Have you been able to boil it down? Well, it took me, it seems like forever just to get my Bachelor of Science degree. And uh-huh. I, think, uh-huh. I think it's just kind of thinking I'm not a very good student. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm a good student, and, uh, but, you know, I think that's where all of it lies, really. Well, here's what I think. I, I disagree. I mean, I'm sure there's a part of it, but I think that's too general. Okay. I think you're afraid of your power. And, and oh my gosh! Yeah, and and being a physician has a powerful role in our world. Yeah, you know, right. Thankfully, Bastyr no. University, <laughs> you know, teaches their physicians differently than we can than most you know conventional medical schools because they teach us that the patient actually does know what's wrong with them, uh-huh. and that we need to investigate that. Just like I know, you know, what's in your way, and I think it's you're afraid of your power. And so I'd love for you to look up the word power in the thesaurus and find words that have equal meaning okay. but, but that you can use in positive um, mantras for yourself um, because I think you're afraid of your power. I think you're right. Okay. Well, thank you. That you're clarifies welcome. it for oh, me. Oh, good. And congratulations. I'm excited for you. Thank you for turning in your application. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's head south to California and talk to Kelly. Hey, Kelly. How are you? Hi, Marie. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, my question has to do with my son River's language um, mm-hmm. development and his expressive language. As you know, I'm a speech therapist, and so um, I'm walking the line between being a mom and a therapist. <laughs> yeah. I feel sad um, when I look at him and look at other kids his age or even younger, and I'm feeling a little guilt. Like, what did it, you know, was it in my breast milk or? Oh, no. You know, so, I don't. I want to help him, but I don't want the outcome <laughs> to be specification for him. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. Well, well. First of all, how old is River? He's he'll be three in December. Okay, so he's just a baby. You know, everyone develops on their own wonderful, unique way. And one of the things that I think is so wrong with our educational system is we expect everyone to be at the same place all at the same time, which is just ludicrous in my mind. It, it diminishes creativity, and it doesn't allow the real person to come forward. Um, I think your son, first of all, if he has a true serious problem, which can't even really be identified, I mean, I know it could, from what you know, it could, this is the perfect time to start identifying it. But I think if we put him in a box and say he has a problem with his speech, we don't know. He might be just having fun cr- creating his own language until he's ready to talk like everybody else. 
Okay. And so what I would do is step out of your career role and give your son some more time. And instead of being afraid of what's coming out of his, of his mouth and judging it as a problem, could you please start to celebrate it and go, honey, that's such a cute word. How did you say that? And mm-hmm. and have fun with it. Enjoy him and enjoy this development. Because let's say that, you know, a year from now, you and your husband decide, okay, we need to be more serious about helping him form his language. I would want that to be joyful too. Right. 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 So, so let's not jump to conclusions and let's let him have fun being a kid and pronouncing things the way he wants to, instead of, you know, judging that it's wrong or that it needs to be different. Okay. Do you see what? You don't see anything that I've done to create. Oh, of course not. First of all, every. It's hard being a a mom, you know, because you start to feel guilty about everything. Oh. Well, congratulations for feeding your child breast milk. That's wonderful, and it's healthy for them. And and I think you and I know the way the tongue moves in the mouth has very little to do with breast milk, right? So right. it has to do with right. muscles and, and all of those things. And that's why, as a speech therapist, if indeed he has a problem, you can help him to strengthen the muscles in his mouth so that he can speak in a way that's more understandable. But there's nothing that you've done. So first of all, your son chose you to be his mommy. And his dad to be his daddy. He made that decision before he came here, and he thought you two were the perfect people to help him heal whatever he needs to heal in his life and to have a good childhood and to have a lot of fun. So take that as a compliment, and it's a truth. No one accidentally jumps into a particular family. We all choose our family. And if your son is having this impediment right now, maybe it's to help his mom, because children are our best teachers, to help his mother Um, learn to not take everything so seriously and look her children under a microscope and make sure that they're perfect and to just enjoy them the way they are. Okay. You're a wonderful mother. And I want you to look in the mirror. I love mirror work. It's one of my favorite (laughs) things to do. So I I would love for you to look in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm a wonderful mother. I'm a wonderful mother every single day. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Marie. You're welcome. Have a great day in California. Bye-bye. So we're having a great conversation here on the Marie Manucherry Show. We've been talking about dreams, and I hope that our conversation has been helpful to you, whether you called in or you're just listening. On Thursday, I'll be back in the studio live with Lisa Williams. She is a beloved psychic medium. In fact, one of either her grandmother or her great-grandmother was a, a psychic to the Queen Mother, which is very exciting. So she's British, and she'll, she won't be here in the studio. She lives in California. She'll, she'll be on the phone. And she's going to call in after the first 15 minutes. So I'm going to actually be live for the first first 15 minutes doing readings. She is not going to do readings on the air. She will answer questions about her, so I'll be interviewing her. And if callers want to call in and ask about her, that would be wonderful. But we're very blessed and lucky. She has a new book coming out next year, so we'll be talking about that as well. And then on Wednesday the 20th, I will be at the Redmond Town Center Marriott teaching a class on energy medicine. And it's the last class of the year. And the next year, I won't be teaching monthly. I'll be teaching just four times next year on the Wednesday night class. So you might want to catch this one because it'll be a while before we have a Wednesday night class. And as always, I want to thank everyone for calling in. And I'm sorry we didn't get to all of our callers today. You guys are awesome. Thank you for your courage and for your desire to be more of who you are and to have more conscious awareness in your life. And wherever you are, enjoy the sunshine. Yes, wherever (laughs) you are, because it's great here in Seattle. That's right. Thank you, everyone. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.
Feng Shui Now. Unlock your potential through an intensive one-day beginner's workshop Saturday, October 23rd at the Redmond Town Center Marriott from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. You will learn how to transform your living or office spaces through a few simple feng shui principles, allowing for a new flow of energy in your spaces and your life. Join feng shui expert Natalia Priest.